Today's customer wants to be heard, and surveys or social media likes just aren't enough. A conversational marketing approach can help. Learn about what this strategy is all about, and here are our tips on how you can start today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Inbound Academy, brought to you by Risen. I'm your host, Jeff Lambert. The rise of social media, instant chat tools, and on-demand support has opened up new communication possibilities with customers, and the opportunity to deepen relationships is there, but it has to be genuine and thought out. There's a strategy towards accomplishing this, and it's called conversational marketing. And more and more companies are leveraging these approaches to improve their brands. So to talk about conversational marketing, what it is and how it works, I've invited Rod back into the studio, Rogelio Rodriguez, the CEO at Risen. Rod, how you doing? Doing well, thanks. So let's jump right into it. Conversational marketing. I, you know, I, I'd like to know a little bit more about what that is so we can, as we always do, define our terms. That way, if someone's never heard of this, they're not completely lost throughout the entire episode. And we hear a lot about all these different marketing strategies. So it's just like part of the alphabet soup, is it? Is it something that sets it apart as something specific or different? Can you give us an overview of what conversational marketing is? Absolutely. Uh, so conversational marketing is a common sense idea that you should make listening to your customer and their needs a priority. So it means being vulnerable and incorporating opportunities for feedback with every marketing step you take. So you have to be willing to create opportunities uh, for actual that one-to-one feedback and also be willing to adjust your brand on an ongoing basis based on that feedback. Huh. So yeah, it doesn't sound like necessarily like reinventing the wheel in terms of marketing strategies, but uh, yeah, you use that word vulnerability. And I think that's a big one. You have to be willing to open yourself up to some criticism and constructive growth. Absolutely. Absolutely. So is, you know, this is inbound Academy. We talk about an inbound marketing approach to growing your business is conversational marketing contrary to the inbound marketing philosophy? Uh, no, absolutely not. It, it's actually complementary. Uh, inbound embraces the idea of helping the customer along the uh, journey, and uh, you know, being <clears throat> being a, a less pressure uh, approach. Really, you know, it, it's really about listening to the customer um, and and really making the customer the core of your. Uh, entire uh, business. So they're, they're very uh, much in the same. And that sounds great. You know, I think we all want to reach that point where we have really good relationships with our customer base, that we can take that feedback and use it to improve our own products or services. Can you give us some examples of real world implementations of conversational marketing? What does that look like now, like in, in everyday life? Yes. Uh, so live on-demand customer support is a perfect example. We have major companies like Dell, Microsoft. Uh, they're offering immediate support via Twitter. Apple support chat launches in under five minutes right from your browser window. So it's really about offering high-level customer support um, as one of the, the most fundamental aspects of the, of, the, of the conversational marketing strategy. Yeah, and as you mentioned... Example, go ahead. I was going to say, as you mentioned too, like just going back to it, all of those examples you gave, those are all about being open and vulnerable where there may be an angry customer or there may be someone who's dissatisfied with what's going on. 
they have immediate access to people in your company and you have to be willing to, to deal with that situation instead of ignoring it. Absolutely. And it's public. It's very transparent, right? Everybody can see it uh, in those channels that I mentioned earlier. That's true. Um, do you have any other examples? So you mentioned on-demand customer support, real-time. Sure. Uh, another another way that uh, conversational marketing is done right is, is with customer loyalty programs, right? Uh, introducing programs that reward loyalty to customers uh, or customers who renew subscriptions with your company. Uh, you can help build your relationships with those customers uh, because they'll show up more and leave more feedback and then provide more data on their experience because you're providing the incentives to give feedback, right, as well. And it feels so, like those are everywhere nowadays, those loyalty programs, right? Like you go to CVS, they have them. You go to every gas station, there's a loyalty program. Um, it's easy to set up a loyalty program. Um, can you think of a company that maybe is like doing it really well? Yes, uh, Einstein. Uh, they have an amazing program that have where they have their own app, their own email newsletter, just for members. And uh, where in the app, they receive free coupons, points with every purchase, and a chance to try, you know, their, their beta recipes. And then also be able to provide feedback on those recipes. Like uh, they have a new uh, bagelrito uh, recipe that they just launched. Ooh, that's not, I mean, I love me some Einstein bagels. So I'm, I'm going to have to go check that out. <laughs> yes. Okay. So whether I'm responding to a customer message on Facebook or I'm opening a chat bot or just asking for feedback in a news uh, newsletter, like an email newsletter, like you said, what are some best practices for approaching that? Like we can implement conversational marketing a lot of different ways, but how do you make it feel genuine for the customer? Uh, sure. Um, I, I think uh, just, you know, as, as, a, as a brand or a company or an individual, just, you got to be yourself, right? Uh, the a conversation needs to be timely. Uh, the customers and the prospects today really expect everything in real time. So you need to keep your response time reasonable to get to the bottom of the customer issues as quickly as possible. Um, and then also consider using an initial canned response for initial response. Uh, something like, thanks for sharing your concern with us. We're formulating a plan to help you and we'll be in touch soon, right? Maybe like a, a bot on your website can, can respond quickly, but then make sure that your team gets notified as soon as possible so that you can reach out to that, to that customer. Yeah, there's nothing more frustrating than than having an issue with a product or a service not working the way you want it to and you want to be able to. If you're going to offer that real-time customer support, it needs to be real-time. It can't be like, well, we'll get back to you and then 48 hours go by before you get a response because there's nothing real-time about that. Sure. All right, so let's talk about maybe do you have any other uh, best practices we can keep in mind? So you're talking about being timely in your responses. What else? Yes. Uh, make sure you, you personalize your conversation based on who you're speaking with. Right? The, the only way the customer, um, <clears throat> the only way customers want to know about your product is in relation to their own needs. So you need to leverage all the internal information and external data sources you have available so that you can generate relevant insights about your customer um, so that you can be uh, equipped with the best and most uh, accurate information to be able to have a, a good conversation, a productive conversation with that customer. So you're talking about just examples, uh, being able to, before you even enter a chat with someone, knowing you know information about maybe the product that they purchased, how long ago it was purchased, uh, how loyal of a customer they are in terms of repeat business. Are those the types of things you're referring to? Absolutely. I'll give you an example. This morning, uh, we realized we were running food out of food for uh, our dog, right? Dog food. So we typically order from Chewy. Um, 
And uh, something happened in the app when we ordered this morning and it happened to uh, uh, have ordered uh, three times the same, uh, the same food, right? Three times, three deliveries. Immediately upon um, making or, or, or completing those orders, uh, their system actually sent us an email asking us if this is if this is true this is if this actually work please call us immediately if it's not so that we can fix it upon calling them uh, my wife had a conversation with the chewy agent and the chewy agent saw the issue right away recognizing the number that she called from right uh, knowing who it was she just asked some questions to verify her name and uh, then proceeded to remove the, the two extra orders uh, and it took less than I would say 45 seconds to resolve wow. the whole problem that's the key too, right? I mean, they were able to look at it. You didn't have to spend five hours on the phone waiting to connect with someone and then to pull up the information. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and in addition to that, I mean, there's also, uh, you know, obviously like Chewy has a great uh, customer service response, um, but, and, and they're great at uh, what I mentioned there was, it was really a multi-channel approach, right? They had it on their app. Then they, they sent an email out and they were able to, actually like deliver a result uh, via phone. So you, you don't just offer feedback opportunities via one medium, right? Is the lesson there. You got to create opportunities from multiple platforms. You have to be able to support via Facebook Messenger, Twitter, and put out surveys uh, and a link on social media, right? Provide a way for uh, individuals to provide feedback in, in uh, the, the, the world that we live in today, which is multimedia, multi-channel. That's true. And we've talked a lot on this show about reaching different customers, different customer bases. So, you know, if you're trying to reach a younger crowd, if you only have availability for feedback on Facebook, you're missing out on a huge chunk because those people are not using Facebook. Right. And so on and so forth. So, all right, Rod. So just to recap, you mentioned that uh, it's important for you to think about conversational marketing and implementing it and just best tips about keeping it timely and personalizing the conversation and creating different ways for people to interact with you. Have you used conversational marketing with your own brand? Uh, yes, we use it currently on uh, gorisen.com. Uh, we, we use a, uh, a bot uh, to do book appointments for, for the, myself and the sales staff. So if someone goes in and, and is consuming information about our sales, they're given the opportunity to uh, interact with our bot, which will help them and guide them through to uh, answer some simple questions that will allow us to be better prepared to have a, a sales conversation with them. Um, and the same thing, we use uh, a, a chat bot for our Facebook Messenger system as well. And in your experience, do customers respond well to just getting that kind of instant message? Hey, we'll be right back to help you. And then, you know, the conversation continues from there. They do. They, they like it that it's, they like that it's quick, right? Because the, the uh, if you use a bot, it's actually uh, you can program the bot to respond fairly quickly to everyday questions. Like your your frequently asked questions can be programmed into a into a bot, uh, and that 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 uh, increases the the chances of having a good experience, uh, right? And then also uh, use it as a system to route to the right personnel to talk to that person as well, if, if need to. So I'm going to put you on the spot here and ask you one final question. What, what's a good place to start for a business that's maybe just starting to grow? So say I just opened a pizza parlor and I want to be able to engage with my customers more using conversational marketing. What platforms would you recommend I start with? 
Is, is there kind of a baseline that you think you should develop a presence on? Man, for uh, you said a pizza place. I, I would start with uh, Google My Business. Uh, in, inside Google My Business, you're, you have a capability to receive feedback. You have the capability to um, interact with your response, to, respond to, those, to that feedback, message your actual individual customers. And then uh, on your website, I would say it's augment that using some kind of uh, chat feature. Uh, there's so many out there. We use HubSpot. Uh, there's a free version of HubSpot that allows you to do chat as well. Um, but those are probably the two places that I would start, right? One on Google My Business because you're a, a location-based uh, business. So you'll come up in, in Maps uh, results. Uh, and it gives you all the tools that you need to get started. And then uh, secondly, I would, I would probably implement something, a chat uh, system on your on your website once they get to the website themselves. Got it. Well, you appreciate the feedback, Rod. I think that's a good place to start. And we talk about this in the conclusion, but hey, we're on the subject now. If you're a business and you're interested in partnering with a marketing firm that can help you be able to implement conversational marketing and make these tools actually work on your site and to build those relationships, Risen's an excellent choice. Can you share with our users how they can connect with you on social media? Uh, yes, absolutely. I mean, they can go to any of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, uh, or LinkedIn under uh, Risen Inbound, or go to our website at uh, gorisen.com, G-O-R-I-Z-E-N.com, and uh, reach out through our chat system or send us a fill out a contact us form as well. We're happy to chat. Great. Well, there you have it, folks. You have your first steps on how you can get going as a business and you have a company that you can connect with if you get stuck or need a little extra help. Rod, thanks so much for coming by today. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Jeff. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us again today for another episode. Remember, you can expect a new episode every week and it's always going to be filled and focused on advice that's going to help you grow your business. If you'd like to help us out in growing this podcast, please, please just uh, take a moment to leave a review on the podcast app that you're using. You can usually leave either a star rating or just you know a quick one or two sentence feedback piece. It really helps us get in front of new customers. But either way, thank you for your continued support. And we'll see you on the next episode.